What Really Happened with your host, Mike Rivero. The history the government hopes you never learn. Here is your host, Michael Rivero. Welcome back to our show, hour number two. The phone lines are open, 512-248-8252. So let's talk about the economic news right now. I'm looking at this article. Uh, actually, it's a YouTube video, and uh, it's about Disney. They're basically in panic mode. They're holding an emergency meeting. Yesterday, I reported on how uh, Iger is getting ready to sell off uh, Disney's linear TV assets and uh, investors are freaking out. Wall Street's freaking out. Disney is not the cash cow that it once was. It's been hemorrhaging money these last few years, and it's almost like they're trying to fail, uh, and they keep pushing the woke agenda, and it is just bad for business. And it, 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 their latest offerings are not going to do much better. I mean, the Snow White, who's not really Snow White, and the Seven Dwarfs, who are not Seven Dwarfs, I mean, that's not going to go over very well. You don't mess with people's traditional images of stories that they love uh, without running the risk of alienating them. Meanwhile, wheat prices are going up, as expected, following the collapse of the Ukraine grain deal uh, earlier in the week. Uh, there have been reports of panic buying, and... Uh, so let's see. Uh, prices on the European Stock Exchange jumped by 8.2% on Wednesday from the previous day. Uh, corn rose by 5.4%. The U.S. wheat futures jumped 8.5%, marking the highest daily rise since the Russian uh, special military operation began. And on Monday, Russia had officially notified Turkey, Ukraine, and the U.N. that it was against extending the Black Sea grain export deal. Now, the only good news is being reported by the military contractors. Lockheed Martin is out there saying, yes, uh, global instability is driving demand, and we're going we're gonna to be raking in the dough like crazy here. And uh, so they're predicting uh, huge uh, profits, uh, and uh, uh, yeah, war is good for the war business. Now, something else that's going to really bother Disney, okay, in, amazingly enough, in Oklahoma, there is a project to build a new theme park. It's a big one, about the same size as uh, the uh, Disneyland theme park in Anaheim, California. They're spending $2 billion on it, and it's called the American Heartland Theme Park and Resort. It's scheduled to open in 2026, and uh, the theme is basically Americana. And... Uh, they're going to have a variety of rides, live shows, family attractions, food, beverage offerings, and so forth. Uh, they're going to have six distinctly American lands, kind of like uh, the lands in the Disneyland Park. They're going to have the Great Plains, Bayou Bay, Big Timber Falls, Stony Point Harbor, Liberty Village, and Electropolis. And, uh, yeah, that is going to be something to look forward to. And uh, let's see. Do that. All right, getting into immigration and uh, the border. Uh, the Immigrations and Custom Enforcement did not issue court summonses to more than 80% of the migrants who were caught and released under Biden's parole program just before Title 42 ended. In other words, 80% of those migrants are now wandering around inside the United States and they don't have to show up for a court date. Gee, I wonder, you know, if they'll ever think about going back home all on, the, on their own here. 
Now, yesterday we reported on how New York City's mayor is out there saying we're completely full. I mean, you know, we're a sanctuary city that's tired of being treated like a sanctuary city. And uh, apparently New York City is now distributing flyers at the border telling illegal immigrants, go someplace else. Okay, we can't take you in. I mean, uh, they've got these illegal immigrants are sleeping on the floors of the police stations. Uh, They've uh, uh, filled up the hotels. And it's it's been an absolute disaster. And why they did not foresee this was going to be the result of saying we are a sanctuary city, which, by the way, that's a Title VIII violation right there. Okay, now Mexico's National Guard is escorting a new migrant caravan traveling through southern Mexico as the group makes its way up to the U.S. border. The new caravan comes when tensions continue to build in the U.S., where Texas has set up barriers on the water of the Rio Grande to deter migrants from making that dangerous Rio Grande crossing. I think you ought to toss some alligators in there as well. Uh, The caravan consists primarily of Venezuelan migrants, along with a small group of African and Haitian migrants that joined the group this week. They're trying to make their way north from the state of Chiapas, which borders Guatemala, to reach Mexico City. They will then continue their journey to the U.S. border. Meanwhile, uh, the... uh Uh, Mexico's National Institute of Migration Officers rescued 206 Central American migrants trapped in a sealed semi-tractor trailer. They had all been drugged to inhibit the urge to use a bathroom during the trip. Apparently, the drivers of the truck didn't want to have to pull over at a gas station and let them use the restroom, so they doped them up to inhibit what was going on. Okay, 512-248-8252. And let's see article coming on out of Breitbart. Corporate media outlets are helping Democrats claim that Joe Biden has reduced the monthly inflow of illegal economic migrants. And yeah, the corporate media is selling you uh, uh, another lie here. And uh, so um, they're just pouring over it. And I don't know what the ultimate aim of this is. Are they all going to really vote Democratic? They're not supposed to vote at all. That's the problem. Illegal immigrants are not entitled to vote in the United States elections. And obviously they're trying to change it. We have a government that absolutely ignores its own laws. It ignores the Constitution. It ignores the Bill of Rights. And that is a very, very dangerous situation. Uh, And apparently uh, there was congressional uh, testimony... Uh, showing that the uh, health and human services are deliberately ignoring the trafficking of migrant children across the United States of America. And uh, basically, uh, during a hearing before the House Homeland Security Committee, uh, there was, uh, let's see, uh, Center for Immigration Studies Director of Policy Jessica Vaughn detailed how uh, unaccompanied uh, alien children uh, were ending up in a labor trafficking pipeline, as well as sex trafficking, domestic abuse, and gang membership. So, yeah, sex trafficking is not a conspiracy theory. By the way, considering how often the conspiracy theorists have been right over the last several years, maybe it's time to start calling us the experts. All righty, up in Canada... Uh, where 230,000 Ukrainians have already moved to avoid the war. A recently disclosed internal memo from the Immigration Department says there's no limit on the number of Ukrainian war refugees that will be allowed into Canada. 
and uh, Canada, you got to take a look at what's happening in New York right now. All right, uh, 512-248-8252. And uh, there's an article in Global Research, The Asinine Insanity of the Climate Change CO2 Hoax Killed the Cows to Save the Earth. And uh, they're prefacing this article uh, you know, trying to ward off the absurd idiots who have bought hook, line, and sinker, the madness of the corporate media, the political class, the non-science scientists, the fake environmental wackos, the UN, the illegitimate IPCC, and staged marketing of the ever-pathetic rantings of Greta Thunberg about man's normal activity destroying the planet. It just is not so. See, climate on Earth changes on a regular basis. It always has. It certainly did before humans arrived. It'll go on changing after humans are gone. And, uh, you know, but they're still pushing this. And now they're talking about, you know, they want to reduce the number of farms because farms are bad, you know, for the Earth's environment. And they're talking about getting rid of the cows. Now, there are two agendas here at work, and the first one is simply, you know, they, they want to make sure that, uh, you know, we are forced to buy these lab-grown products that are coming out of these factories even now, which are probably as dangerous as the COVID vaccines. The second agenda is um, a thought that Henry Kissinger had some years ago. To control nations, you control the oil. To control the people, you control the food. And so basically, if we are dependent on government uh, or corporations for what we eat, if we're not allowed to grow our own food, uh, then we have to do what the government tells us. Okay? Shades of Soylent Green. Uh, now, you've probably been hearing about this group, Stop Oil Now. They like to get out in the roadway and block traffic. They got banners and stuff. They, uh, they, they glued themselves to the roadway. That did not go very well when they tried to undo the damage apparently some some of them got hurt uh the latest outrage is these climate activists actively prevented a woman from getting to the hospital the woman had her child the child needed to go to the hospital they were blocking the roadway they would not let her through uh i mean that's just absolutely insane here now back in 2015 california's was dealing with a hideous drought. Governor Jerry Brown ordered an unprecedented 25% reduction in home water use. And uh, farmers who used the most water volunteered too to avoid deeper mandatory cuts. Brown also set a goal for the state to get half of its energy from renewable sources with climate change bearing down, the usual yada, yada, yada. But you know something? There was an obvious idea that never occurred to Jerry Brown. And that was to put solar panels over the water canals. So the sun would not hit the water. It would slow evaporation. You would have more water and you would have renewable energy. Simple idea. Why aren't they doing it? Okay, over in Italy, probably reacting to that fiasco up in the Netherlands, the Miss Italy beauty pageant has reaffirmed its stance that they will not allow transgender women to compete. And, uh, yeah, they're absolutely uh, putting the foot down and saying, uh, no, transgender men are not real women, and this is a beauty contest for women. And looking back at Miss Netherlands versus, uh, I guess, their equivalent of Miss Congeniality, 
that second runner-up, to me, was a lot prettier, a lot more attractive. All right, 512-248-8252. We're going to go to Joe in Florida. Hello, Joe. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? All right. You know, I was watching part of that RFK uh, hearing there, the censorship hearing, and uh, what a, I mean, what a fiasco. Uh, yeah. I mean, they it was tried a to circus. censor him. They tried to censor him at the censorship hearing, the, the, the left-crazed Democrats. But I got to tell you, I mean, that was wonderful. That was just absolutely wonderful. Um, first of all, RFK Jr. just held up so well. I mean, he just, the dignity that guy just showed. I mean, yeah, even if Kennedy. you don't... No, I mean, he, well, he's not Teddy. He's much better than Teddy. He's just a yeah. dignified man with integrity. Well, Teddy was I, the runt of the litter, so that's okay. Yeah, but I like what he said about Teddy, that Teddy could reach across the aisle. And Teddy was like, I didn't know it, but he said, he, of all the senators, there was more legislation under Teddy Kennedy's name than anybody else in history. And that's because he, yeah, he was like a good invite. senator, no question. Yeah, he, he got things done, you know, and a lot of it I disagree with. But, you know, he showed how you get things done, which is like not to be a total, complete lunatic, you know, like what you're seeing on the left right now. I mean, Debbie Wasserman Schultz, the Republicans should should have been given her their time just so that the country could see her. I mean, I, I, saw, I thought a lot of times when I watch Republicans have hearings, it just, it just a, it's so valuable, and that's part of the reason you're not seeing it covered too much, to see that, to the American people to see a Debbie Wasserman Schultz and to see a Sheila Jackson Lee and to see these people because, yeah, they, you know, like a lefty might like it, CNN watcher might, but middle America sees that kind of stuff and is horrified by what they're seeing. I mean, the, the, the Debbie Wasserman Schultz has to be like, one of the most annoying, disgusting persons you're, you can see. I mean, just it just it just drips off her. You know, mm-hmm. I don't. I, it's just amazing. And um, I, I thought, you know, to have that. I mean, <laughs> I got to admit, to have them talking about the fact that it's a bioweapon and to be bringing that up uh, was just wonderful. I mean, to have them like try to censor Robert Kennedy, it just, it's kind of like, what do they call it, the Streisand effect, you know? Because when I first heard about this being like, uh, it might be like the, the COVID and the vaccine might attack different races, um, you know, depending on their the race, I thought, wow, but it was, seemed kind of obscure, and a few people mentioned it, but not, not in any kind of depth, you know? But this is like big, to have... Robert F. Kennedy and to have the whole like hearing hijacked over it and and the, the theatrics and then they tried to censor a guy running for president whose like father was assassinated. It was just unbelievable. I mean the talk about projecting of a message into the consciousness of the country. Um, you couldn't ask for better. I, I couldn't have asked for anything better than what happened yesterday. And, you know, you can say what you want about Robert Kennedy. But let's, let's first of all, he's against the war. You know, and that's yes. something. That's, that's really good. And, I mean, I'm going to have dis- disagreements with him about gun control. And I'm going to have disagreements with him about abortion, which are important. Don't get me wrong. But this guy is single-handedly taking some of the bravest positions of any politician I've seen in my lifetime. Let's start. The Ukraine war. Very 
difficult thing to come out against as a politician, you know, in a major party. How many are you seeing that are doing it? Not many. No. Nope. You know? And then, and then the vaccine. You talk about a, a third rail political thing. They they destroy people for bringing up the vaccine. And oh yeah. And then, of course, this whole thing about the, the fact that it could be a race-specific bioweapon. Incredible. And then he's talking about okay, climate well, change. Okay, uh, well, let's, let's back up here a little bit because Robert F. Kennedy, uh, when he brought this up, you know, he made a point of saying, I don't know if this is deliberate or not, okay? But the ethnic bias in COVID is a well-documented fact. And as I pointed out earlier in the week, there are many illnesses that have an ethnic bias built into them, the most obvious one being sickle cell anemia, uh, which primarily strikes people of African descent. And there are many, many others. Uh, There's an article at Wikipedia uh, about uh, uh, ethnicity and uh, disease. I forget the exact uh, search term to find it, uh, but I did link to it. There are a lot of illnesses that affect this ethnic group more than this other ethnic group. It's not all that uncommon. No, and I'm not saying it is, because when you look at it, we do have different genetic codes and different receptors and different parts of our genetic code. So it makes sense that, that, it, that it's going to find fertile, more fertile ground. I think that, what was that one, SARS? It was really bad for Chinese people and Asians in particular. Yes, it was. But, but what, what you got to look for is, okay, now that's out, that information's out there. Right now, the information that comes next is what was it done on purpose? That's the information that you know. Yeah, sickle cell anemia isn't done on purpose. That that's true. And I, I, the other thing I'm looking for is we know COVID is somewhat race specific or targeted groups differently. And yes. some, but what about? And the we vaccine? know COVID was artificially created. Right, but what about the vaccine? Because I've always said COVID is like the the bait, but. The vaccine is the hook. I mean, the, I mean, the the, the 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 COVID was the hook, but the vaccine is the fish. That was the thing. The, the, the vaccine is the bio. If they use COVID to get that bioweapon in us, now I want to see statistics on the race of the the severity of the of the injections and who they're killing. I know for a fact that certain. It seems to me that the certain batches were sent to red states. And it killed, killing a lot of people out here in Tennessee and Kentucky and Appalachian. I, I, I've heard that. I've heard that story. Um, unfortunately, I'm not able to actually document where some of those bad batches, supposed bad batches, went. And uh, of course, it's hard to get accurate information, uh, epidemiological information about the vaccine uh, because it's all being hushed up. You know, but I don't want to jump to any conclusions about that. Personally, following Occam's razors, uh, I think this was all about selling product to people who didn't really want it. It was all about the Benjamins, and it turned out to be the biggest medical goof in history since thalidomide. Well, I'll, I'll take the other side, which is it's a part of the okay, population. That's, that's what the First Amendment and, is all about. And, right, and, but what I'm saying, that the beauty of what Robert F. Kennedy is doing is it's opening up what we're just talking about to be investigated by people that are capable of investigating it. And that's what I want to see. I've always said... Why well, I want to up? see that, too. Anyway, yeah, Joe, hate- I'm going to have to yeah. let you go here. we got to take okay. a break for right. commercials. 512-248-8252, and we'll be back.
Have you been looking for a trusted long-term storable food company? We have a solution for you. Simply Clean Foods is dedicated to providing the best quality food you can buy next to fresh from a farmer's market. Our line of resealable fruits, vegetables, and meats are suitable for everyday use, and you won't have to worry about throwing away valuable groceries ever again. Our food is completely GMO-free, and our stringent quality controls plus testing for heavy metals makes us unique in the storable foods market. Simply Clean Foods' primary focus is to bring clean food to people all around the world and change the way we look at freeze-dried food in our daily cooking. When you purchase from Simply Clean Foods, not only will you be receiving high-quality food, but you will also be supporting veterans in need across the country and those who are affected by natural disasters. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on Long-Term Food Storage in the Rotating Sponsors banners to support RBN. Simply Clean Foods. Do it today. Did you know the IRS publicly admits that income tax is collected by voluntary compliance? Get the information you need to help you avoid income tax with these five easy steps. All you have to do is go to avoidincometax.com to get your five easy steps on how to avoid the IRS income tax. Escape the IRS. Let avoidincometax.com help you. We guarantee our five easy steps or your money back. Go to avoidincometax.com. Democrats want to regulate the Supreme Court. I'm Peter Serafine with another Liberty Minute. So Democrat lawmakers want to regulate the Supreme Court, a separate and equal branch of government. As a constitutional originalist, I take issue with this concept as a whole, but as a human being with a little common sense, I take issue with particulars. The U.S. Constitution gave Congress the authority to establish any necessary courts beneath the Supreme Court, but that's where congressional authority ends. The Senate Judiciary's Subcommittee on Federal Courts Oversight, Agency Action, and Federal Rights wants to mandate that justices recuse themselves if they have a financial connection to the case. Hmm. Using that same logic, no member of Congress should ever be allowed to vote on any bill that they have a financial connection to. But if that were to happen, then how would Congress maintain their ability to become millionaires at a rate over 10 times higher than the rest of the population? Congress, regulate yourselves effectively, then maybe we can talk about allowing you to assume power over the only branch of government that ever keeps you in check at all. And if you own firearms, you need carry insurance. Get the most affordable carry insurance on the market, according to Pew Pew Tactical, and save 10% with the code Lighthouse at protectwithbear.com. Until next time, see this Pashem Parabellum. Forced to carry his own cross While we drive nails in his coffin You might say it is routine It happens far too often Welcome back to our show here. We have open lines, 512-248-8252. We're going to go to Destin in New Jersey. Hello, Destin. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Mike, how the heck is the weather over there? It's been wretched here in Jersey, man, in Jersey, and for the last couple of days. It's humid, man. Yeah, it's kind of humid around here as well, uh, but we've got, um, you know, light-scattered clouds and, um, you know, clear skies. At least that Canadian smoke is not blowing over us again. Every time it rains, I run outside and go, woohoo. 
to cool myself down, you know. Mike, first of all, I'm going to respond to the Title Eight thing. Title Eight is as a roll of toilet paper when you live in the belly of the beast, the United States of Empire. <laughs> it means nothing in the empire. You know we're an empire, guys. Mike, you know we're an empire. Title yeah, unfortunately, yes. And, that, that's, and also, Mike, that amusement park that's open in Americana. Yep. Now, to talk about the Civil War, how that was a consolidation of power. Which was I have something. no idea what they're planning on doing with the yeah. park. Uh, it, it just sounds like a Disneyland for Americans oh. as opposed to uh, the current Disneyland, which seems targeting, you know, groomers and various other weird Californians. Well, you know what I'm saying now, Mike, because remember, the Civil War, okay, guys, the Civil War was the subjugation of the states for empire. That was the first beginning of the United States empire, subjugating the states into the consolidation of power for Washington, D.C. Yes, right? that's true. Okay, Mike, so... Um, All you need to do is look at the amendments that were passed immediately after the end of the Civil War. Look what we did to the Native Americans, man. Jeez, I mean, I keep going back to what the West did, the collective West, right? This attitude of just... You know, I look at, like, the EU and NATO and the United States, my, you know, the 15%. Not the 85% of the rest of the world. Just the 50% how arrogant and ignorant we really are, man. It's been like that for a long time, but it's really shown now, right? I mean, you can support America, right? But, I mean, let's, we're stuck in this. We're stuck in it, though. Like, the people of Europe is stuck in it, no matter what they complain, the farmers and stuff. They're stuck in the, with the political class, the cosmopolitan class making the rules, right? Nobody, you really can't do anything about it unless you have, like, some Lancet 3s, Cornet E's, and some SU-57s, right? <laughs> you really can't do anything about it, man. Like, uh, I don't know, my Mike, I mean, you know I'm Ukrainian, I say that. I support the war. I support Russia because it's an existential threat to them. And believe it or not, guys, this is, a, this is about empire and neoliberalism, which is the flavor of the day for the empire. Now, now Mike, did you see... The new Lancet 53, it's called Project 53, they come out in swarms. Did you see that video? I haven't seen the video, but I've heard about it. Yeah, they actually are launched either in a tube of, there's four tubes in a block or a single tube. They come out and they can be launched in swarms. Mike, they look like something from Star Wars. you got to look up uh, Project 53 and um, also... Um, with Ukraine, you know, Mike, in the, in the month of June, they lost 26,000 guys killed. That's not wounded. Yeah, killed. I heard. And in you July, know, they're, been, they're just yeah. grabbing young men off the streets of Kiev and sending them to the front line without any training, which means their life expectancy can be clocked with an egg timer. Mike, did you see the, the, the funeral for the 16-year-old kid? Joe Biden's 80, guys. Our, yep. our, our political class, Europe's political class, how old are they? They're all in their 60s, right? They, a 16-year-old kid was buried in Ukraine fighting for this crap. And how many more was not shown? You know, but Mike, in, in July, 13,000 already. What's, what's today? Is it today the 20th? It's the 21st. 13,000 Ukrainian soldiers are dead. That's not counting wounded. It's three times more. Okay? That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people for, for, for a bunch of 
old people. Oh, it's a war with rich old people. I won't say yeah, rich, rich old, old men, people send poor people. young people off to do the uh, the fighting, and uh, I'm not on Ukraine's side. I'm not really on Russia's side. I want the wars to stop. Uh, they are costing us too much in blood and treasure. And, uh, you know, I'm a champion of the concept of peace through commerce, that we just do business with each other. You know, we make stuff that we sell to them. They make stuff that we buy. You know, why is that model no longer uh, acceptable in geopolitics? Because the collective West wants to rule Barter Town, Mike. There's no multiple <laughs> people ruling Bar- Well, remember Mad Max Beyond Thunder Dome? Oh, yes, I remember. Yeah, Tina Turner, remember? The little oh, yeah. guy? Who run Bartertown? You know who. Remember the little midget? It was Master yep, Blaster. I, no, I, I remember that movie vividly. I enjoyed it greatly. And, uh, yeah. yeah. But that, that's about it, man. Yeah, I mean, I'm so aggravated. I mean, like, oh, but by the way, Mike, the, the best tank is the T-90M because <laughs> I've been seeing some more videos of just the Bradley and the Leopards just getting knocked out like, like nothing. Okay, Dustin, i got to put you on hold. Don't okay. hang up. I'm going to come right back to you to finish this tank story after these few words. Listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news, real talk, real people. Because you can handle the truth. Extendivite really works. Just listen to what some people have to say. Several years ago, I was developing a very uh, severe situation. I called it my flippy heart. It just was doing not good things. And I did not want to go to a medical doctor because uh, I just knew they would give me a cover-up pill. I didn't want to get onto that sort of thing at all. When I learned it was garlic and cayenne, and cayenne is a healer. It is a wonderful herb. I said, I think I'm on to something here. I'll tell you, I wouldn't be without it. It did wonderful things for me. Extendivite is only $69.95 for a two-month supply of either capsules or liquid. Call now. That's 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extendivite. Go to republicbroadcasting.org. Smash that donate button like Russian peacekeepers smashing through the Azov neo-Nazi terrorists in the Donbass. I don't think you can explain politics without looking at Jewish power any more than you can explain physics without dealing with gravity. 9-11 was a jointly conducted covert operation that involved multiple states, the Saudis, the Israelis, and what you could call the deep state in the United States. remarks. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, your jiggling juice, we used to say, yeah. The dancing Israelis. Uh, So even the Republicans now are compromising and they're pushing issues that are destructive to the white race. They would always say, like, are we just going to talk about this stuff on the radio? What are we going to do about it? Either we force the democracy to work by actually getting the ballot access, getting the candidates, getting in office, getting our message out there to the people, or we expose just how undemocratic it is. The Patrick and Jeremy Show, Tuesday at 9 Central and Wednesday at 1 Central.
Hi, Tom Bolton for Ease Off. I know so many of you are finding our EZ4 carcass drop and lift an essential tool for your meat processing operation. But today I want to spotlight four of our new products. First, our right height hog cradles with steel or aluminum frames. Our customers love this back-saving innovation that enhances sanitation and speeds production. Next, our beef cradles with stainless steel or aluminum frames eliminate rust and corrosion. We hope you'll compare our quality and prices for this essential part of your processing line. Our cradles are especially effective when used with our power skinner. And finally, our hook tumbler will keep your hooks clean and polished. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC, 417-932-6419. And welcome back to our show here. We're finishing up with Dustin in New Jersey, and you were talking about tanks. Yeah, Mike, you know, there's a rumor that the British were, they told the Ukrainians to pull the challengers back because they don't want, because that's a very cherished tank to the British, you know, political class. They don't want to see it burning on videos well so you know, actually, it would wreck yeah. foreign sales you know <laughs> yeah. uh, and you know this is the real world real war condition test of a lot of these weapon systems and you know if they're not doing well then they're going to be much harder to sell um uh certainly germany's very worried about uh, the fate of their cha- uh, the their leopard tanks oh the a6 yeah i mean uh mike rhine metal actually makes a lot of ammunition too <laughs> it's a big it's a well, big company they're going to need yeah. it isn't it pathetic, though? That's like, that's all the West got going for it. It's building weapons. Tells you something. Don't worry about the roads and, like, people, and, like, living in And they don't even boxes. build good ones anymore. Yeah, well, it's over. You know, they're well, bloated, Mike. over-featured pieces of yeah. junk, you know, a <laughs> heated cup holder and all that kind of stuff, and yeah. it's all built under cost-plus contracts. Well, you know why, Mike? Because they're built on profit. Russian weapons are built on, let's be honest, killing people, destroying vehicles. That's it. Yeah, the, yeah. The other countries, the the, uh, uh, the military providers are there to provide decent weapons. Here in the United States, the military-industrial complex, it's it's all about the money, and uh, you know it's produced some really disastrous uh, products in the past. Mike, I don't know. A lot of people don't know that the Ministry of Defense in Russia actually has security cameras watching manufacturing going on in the military manufacturing plants. They have actually cameras to have access to that. Over here, I bet you they don't, because they don't want to see what's going on, because it's all about profit, right? That's it. Yeah, it's all about the profit here. Anyway, listen, we got a bunch of callers on the line. Have a good one. What? Have a good one. All right, thanks an awful lot. We're going to go to Guy in Arizona. Hello, Guy. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Hi, Mike. Uh, Yeah, let's see here. First of all, it's... uh, 116 degrees here in Phoenix, and my oh, car's well, at 122. Not quite yesterday. that bad here. It's <laughs> um, let's see, it's about um, it's 81. Mm, okay, yeah, it sounds a lot better. Anyway, I, I heard you talking about Ted Kennedy. I don't know if you ever heard this. I haven't heard this for a while, but I remember hearing that 
when Nixon was in trouble and he was trying to do a health care package and he was trying to get Ted Kennedy to do it. And he said, nope, we're not going to wait. Then I heard he also did that with Jimmy Carter. When Jimmy Carter was trying to get his second term going, Ted Kennedy also put the kiboshes on a national health plan, too. So I don't know if it's good or bad, but uh, I just try to throw that out. So, but uh, anyway, the, I was thinking, I was talking about information, misinformation, mistaken information, and this disinformation where they purposely try and deceive you. I just saw a Anderson Cooper talking with Cornell West. Cornell West was trying to get a point across that, uh, that it wasn't, uh, completely unprovoked with Russia going into Ukraine. And and Anderson Cooper kept going over and over and just wouldn't let him talk. And then I was also thinking about Leslie Stahl. I don't know if you remember that, with, when Trump was talking. And then she's going, Trump, you can't say this is 60 minutes. That's the Hunter Biden. It's for sure misinformation. And it's, so it's, it's very strange that uh, the regular media... No, that's why you know you have a show because <laughs> we all want to know what really happened, and we all smell rats, and they definitely like to disinform us. So, but uh, I was also thinking that uh, you, you've—I've heard you say at least a hundred times that Vince Foster is the one that got you in, involved with looking into this stuff, and actually got you going with it. But for me, yeah, I don't know if you ever heard of the bulletproof George Washington story. Mm, no, I have not. Okay, so the bulletproof George Washington story was in when uh, he was like in his early 20s. He was actually a colonel in the British Army. And during the French and Indian War, he was with the British. And then they, they were marching. He was one of like 80-some officers on horseback. And then they got ambushed by the uh, French and Indian. And within five minutes, that every single officer except him was either killed or, cat, or wounded so bad that he couldn't continue. And for, like, two hours, he rallied the troops. He had, like, two or three horses shot out from underneath him. He had bullet holes in his jersey. He had shrapnel in his hair. And he actually wrote a letter to his brother and his mother saying, on this day, Providence, which is God, protected me. And if you... If you see the, uh, it was I heard this in the early '90s, so right about when you were listening to this, seeing Vince Foster was a lie, I was hearing this, and then I told my dad this story, and he's going like he is a history junkie too, and he's saying there's no way that is possible. And I said, well, let's go to this museum over here and take a look, because for 150 years, from the 1750s till early 1900, that was the main story of the French and Indian War. And so it, we looked into it. So anyone, if you want to look into it, you have to find a history book before 1900 uh, to talk about the story. And anyway, so I, we found an 1880 history book, and sure enough, that was in in there. So I remember was, hearing something about that when I was a child in New Hampshire. Oh, okay, yeah. So maybe you heard of this, but there's very few people that I've ever heard. And isn't that story a little bit better than that? I cannot tell a lie. I chopped down the cherry tree. Well, we know that that one was kind of made up uh, for his political campaign. <laughs> but this one, yeah. Isn't. Besides, look at, look at it. You know, he's standing there with a dead cherry tree, and he's holding the axe in his hand, and he's saying, "Well, I cannot tell a lie." So, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know if you can look into it, but you got. Anyway, I think I heard John Dewey in the early twenties or thirties and his group 
uh, wanted to expound that from the history books because it was, we didn't want to have uh, actually God doing something for our our country or for George Washington. And I remember hearing that was it uh, was it the French king or president said that George Washington is the greatest man that ever lived because they were trying to make him a king. But he said, nope, I don't want to be a king. Right? No, yeah. Let's have a... So I heard that John Adams, who got into a real fracas about what they were going to call the chief official of the land. And, um, you know, uh, I, th- I think it was Washington basically said, it's going to be just the president. You know, we don't need any glorious titles. And that went along with the emoluments clause in the Constitution. Uh, and uh, uh, the uh, all men are created equal in the Declaration, which was a refutation of the concept of the nobility. Oh, okay. Yeah, so but also uh, George Washington kind of set the precedent to only have two terms, and then Franklin Delano Roosevelt decided he needed more. So yeah, and I well, think they, didn't they make a constitution that it's only two terms now? Yeah, it, it's limited to two terms, and we should have term limits on uh, members of Congress as well. And uh, otherwise, you know, we, yeah, exactly. we're dealing with we're being ruled by a gerontocracy, you know, uh, of people. Yeah. Are just one step away from drooling in their shoes. Anyway, guy, I'm going to let you go here. We got a bunch of president. (laughs) (laughs) We got a bunch of calls waiting for you. Thank you. We're going to switch over to Bruce in Texas. Hello, Bruce. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Hey, Mike. Uh, First of all, I got to thinking. uh, We all heard that phrase that came out of Klaus Schwab. uh, If it was him, correct me if I'm wrong, but you'll have nothing and you'll be happy. You will own nothing and you'll be happy. You will own nothing and you'll be happy. Well, I think that's kind of like they're actually telling us you'll own nothing and you'll like it. <laughs> In other well, words, you yeah, that's no the implied situation. But, I mean, this whole uh, th- this global ledger system that the Bank of International Settlements is setting up is basically, you know, the elites will own everything and we're all going to be reduced to serfdom. Uh, working their lands, working in their factories, and uh, they will just give us what they think we need to live on. And uh, it's it's going to be quite dystopian. Yeah, I believe the Bank of International Settlements was set up after World War One, and it was a met, it was a bank that was formed to, to disperse the, uh, the the reparations from Germany. I'm I'm not sure. I, I haven't heard that part of its history, but it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, from the start, I'd say it's not a good thing. But anyway, that's not why I called. Uh, I know you're not on the EV bandwagon, and uh, neither am I. And it just, you know, it just pops in my mind here. Do you recall 2015 through 2019, there were all these auto manufacturers that were being chased after by European governments and, and even the EPA for uh, excessive pollution, for cheating on, on emissions tests, through software manipulation, Yeah, there was, a, there was a big scandal involving Toyota, I think. Well, it involved almost every manufacturer. Look, I mean... Uh, Volkswagen was a big one. Uh, Fiat Chrysler was gotten to by the United States. Jeep, Opel, Opel far hard against it. Nissan, and all this that 2015, 2000. I don't think that's a coincidence. I mean, these manufacturers, uh, you know, 
you look at the uh, the standards that the EU put out at that time for nitrogen oxide. Now, if you look at, you know, if you recall back in the 60s and 70s how bad smog was in Los Angeles and other major cities. Oh, no question. Uh, I, I used to live near Los Angeles. I, I lived out uh, in the San Gabriel Valley. Right. And, and look at it now. I mean, no one gives credit for the auto industry to cleaning up the air. As a matter of fact, uh, I read an article on a, on a brand new Ferrari model that was debuted, and actually the air coming out was just as clean as the air going in. <laughs> you could believe that. That, that. That's what the test showed, at least. But, uh, yeah, there's no more smog, basically. You know, maybe in Beijing, China, where they still have a lot of two-stroke, uh, you know, those scooters and stuff, and, and they don't have hardly any restrictions, I guess, on, on pollution. Maybe that's changing also. But uh, the, I'm looking at a chart here on Wikipedia, the, uh, the EU uh, nitrogen oxide emissions limit. is like minuscule, like 0. 0.06 or 0. 0.07. The, the chart isn't graduated that small. And all the other manu- all the manufacturers are way above that limit. Some of them come down, you know. Uh, Jeep Land, I mean, Jaguar Land Rover was the best, but still couldn't meet. They've set these limits so low as to force these, these manufacturers to basically switch to EVs. On the other yeah, side, and, and they've been manufacturing EVs, but they're so expensive, and uh, there's a lack of charging ports. They, they can't sell them. These EVs are piling up in, uh, you know, in these giant uh, parking lots. And you're talking about a waste. I saw a picture of a whole, a huge lot of these Volkswagen turbo diesels. They were unsellable. They could not, they could not, they had to be scrapped. I mean, there must have been hundreds and hundreds of them in these lots, in these massive lots just sitting there impounded by uh, the European Union regulators. It's madness. And how do we stop them? I mean, we, I, I just feel so powerless. When we see what's going on, I mean, they're, they're, they're taking kids away to chop their penises off and chop their breasts off and and these kids have no idea really what, what they're going to be when they grow up, and there's no it, It's utter insanity. Thing. It's utter insanity. I mean, we have the rich uh, are getting richer. They're selling us dangerous products, useless products, and, uh, you, you know, ba- basically government has joined the side of the ultra-wealthy, uh, and uh, they're united against ordinary people, and we can see the symptoms all around us. Yeah, well, I hope for a change. If, it's, if it starts happening, I'll jump on board. Anyway, have a good weekend. All right, thanks an awful lot. We're going to go to Marco in Alabama. Hello, Marco. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Hey, good afternoon. First and foremost, dude, I want to apologize to everybody you know, for my last call. I mean, you know, I'm just really frustrated with the way that things are going. And, you know, and I had to call, dude, because, you know, this guy fawning over Robert Kennedy Jr. I mean, yeah, you know, you guys got to realize one thing. At the end of the day, Robert F. Kennedy, dude, is not going to make it dude, to the primary. They're going to screw him. And then on top of that, he's a Democrat. And I'm sorry. I don't want Democrats in power anymore. I'm done with them. I mean, they've totally you know, exposed who they are. You know, They've totally showed their hand, unlike the Republican establishment who sits there and hides in the shadows and, and sits there and we still got to figure out, dude, you know, who's... Who's for America, dude, and who's a globalist traitor on that end? I mean, some of them are more obvious than others. But, you know, at the end of the day, man, 
you know, all this fawning dude over Robert F. Kennedy and all that stuff, man. You know, you know, it, it's it's all for nothing, man, dude. Because because realistically, at the end of the day, you know, all of us, dude, who have gone through everything that we've gone through since 2015, all the persecution, all the punches, all the bleeding, all the rioting, the damages, you know, all of the hatred. All of them. And how dare any of you ever want to see a, a Democrat to become president again? I mean, what is the matter with you people? And, and this is where we're at, man. You know, you know, I'm sorry. You know, if he doesn't, you know, say, look, I'm going third party because, because we gave him his platform to get noticed. He went on Fox. He went on OAN. He went on uh, Infowars. He went on everything, man. You know, he owes everything to us. And we're going to sit here and allow dude, him to sit here and run as a Democrat? Man, dude, come on, dude. I mean, all these Democrats, dude, that are jumping ship and, and realizing, dude, that their cause is lost, let's bury them. I mean, I'm just sick of it, man. I mean, you know, I'm on board, dude, you know, with whatever, man. In all reality, dude, you know, whether it be, you know, you know, hooker by crook, dude, because realistically, dude, I've already completed the circle of life. I don't expect, dude, to become an old man, dude, in this country. And I don't expect, dude, to sit here and, and, and you know, smile and be cheerful for a one-party system. I mean, when you sit here and you have songs like, you know, uh, uh, you know, this latest one with Jason Aldean, dude, that sits here and makes you tear up, dude, because you're getting punked by Democrats, dude, and all this fawning, dude, and all that stuff, man. He's doing what every American on our side has been doing for the last five, six years. And all that stuff. He ain't nothing special, man. And all that stuff. I mean, you know, in all reality, yes, dude, you know, his uncle and his, and his, and his, uh, his uh, father got killed and all that stuff. But they were Democrats, dude. They were a part of a corrupt system, a mob-based corrupt system, Ziocon system, the whole bitty, man. I mean, you know, and, and all I really look forward to, you know, Robert F. Kennedy for, man, is just for some comic relief, dude, on Biden, dude, and to sit here and rub it in Democrats' faces. I don't want them to win. I don't want them to win at all. And, and, and the very idea, if he can't come out third party, heck no, man. That's all I have to say, man. You guys have a nice weekend. All right. <clears throat> Thanks an awful lot. And let me just add as a postscript that given a choice, I'd prefer Robert F. Kennedy Jr. over Joe Biden. Anyway, let's go to Kelly in Bastrop, Texas. Hello, Kelly. Uh, we're going to skip the last break. What's on your mind? Well, Marco, I see you work yourself into another lather <clears throat> over the non-issue here. Uh, here's, here's, here's the the truth. The Democrats don't want Robert Kennedy either. I think the no, man has courage enough. I think the man has courage enough and the integrity enough to, to stand out and say what needs to be said to Democrats and to a nice cross section of Republicans and independents. I've been a Republican voter all my adult life. I've never voted for a Democrat, but I'm seriously thinking about voting or supporting Robert Kennedy here for several reasons. One. Republicans really don't have. They've got one one person out there, uh, and uh, Donald Trump. He's a, a very flawed character right now, and with all the baggage he's carrying, I'm not sure well, whether he can actually make it through the election. Democrats, on the other hand, really have. If you take Robert Kennedy out of the picture, and they really don't want him, have no one, no one, no one. Oh, they're pushing uh, Gavin Newsom. They still have no one. <laughs> uh, 
Gavin Newsom. Gavin Newsom is a moron. He's as big a moron as, as his Aunt Nancy Pelosi. Um, and as I listen to these people talk, it seems that Robert Kennedy is the only one who's really man, really manifests any significant degree of common sense. He reminds me in many ways yes, of Tulsi Gabbard. That. Well, he reminds me in many ways of Tulsi Gabbard, whom I admire greatly. Um, and I, I, I think that uh, I, I'm, I'm attracted to people like Kennedy and Gabbard at this point in my life because I'm sick of dealing with these perennial politicians who plant themselves in Washington, D.C., and never get anything done except to enrich themselves. You know, I was absolutely appalled at what I saw in that, in the, in that hearing the other day with Democrats ganging up on Kennedy like, like, like hyenas. Uh, and it, they did the same thing to the, to the, to the two whistleblowers the day before. Marco, would you, well, would you, would, would, would you, uh, uh, disavow the testimony of those two whistleblowers because they're both Democrats? No, I don't think you would. Well, you know, uh, to respond to what you were saying earlier about uh, voting one way or your life, um, uh, throughout my voting life, uh, I tend to vote the issues and I vote the people. Uh, I'm not really big on party loyalty uh, because that tends to get in the way of objective analysis of what's going on with the actual campaigns. But like most people my age, I'm very disappointed that we keep voting back and forth and back and forth, and, you know, we get a lot of uh, nice promises, and we wind up with uh, wars and debt and deterioration in the country. And uh, well, I, remember hearing, yeah, I remember hearing Kennedy say recently that the problem we have is that we're too allied with parties. Yeah, I, I agree with him on that one. Especially, you know, the Democrats, they push party loyalty because, you know, th- their ideas don't really stand up to careful, critical examination. Mm-hmm. I know. It was, it was clear when I heard the, uh, uh, especially the, the, the testimony of the, uh, the two whistleblowers, uh, there's a, a, a young congressman from... Uh, Austin, the Austin area, Greg Kassar. Uh, mm-hmm. he's, uh, he's an idiot. He, he, he grew up, and he's, he's, he's young, and he's, this is his first. He spent some years on the Austin City Council, and now this he's, he's been elected to, 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 to out the representatives. Well, it was Kassar's turn to talk, and I listened you know, to, to, to round after round after round of these whistleblowers just laying waste everything that the Democrats were trying to defend. And here comes Kassar in, and he says, well, it's clear that the Democrats are the only people here who have any respect for the truth. <laughs> that was, this yeah, I mean, you know, the, the Democrats on that committee, they didn't so much ask questions as they made speeches here. Anyway, Kelly, yes, we're so, getting close yeah. to the end of the show. i got a couple more calls I need to get to. Okay. And I, I, I want to have a comment. We know that corporate media is trying to bury these hearings. So please make a point of finding these videos and finding these stories and sharing them everywhere you can, whether it's on social media or your email list. Um, I'm sure a lot of Americans are already aware of what happened in the Congress, and they're keenly aware that this is being buried by the controlled corporate media. So uh, thank you for the call. We're going to go to Tom in Florida. Hello, Tom. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Well, yeah, Mike, I'll make it quick. Uh, have, a, have a nice weekend here coming up. Uh, yeah, Mike, uh, and you and Kelly cheer up, man. They're putting a Disney World right off uh, Route 66, right between you guys in Indiana and Oklahoma, Texas. 
you guys are very lucky you get into Disney World. I mean, uh, Heartland uh, Disney, uh, right there on Route 66, old Route 66. They're spending two, three billion dollars on the new project they're building. <laughs> there we go, Disney. Isn't that something? Woke joke, imbeciles. But anyway, let's go back. And then that guy that called uh, Don. Don, uh, yeah, you know what? You can go on the History Channel and you can see the whole episode of Washington, and they show that scene where he got all the lead in his, in his hair and all that in his jacket, uh, the, the rounds in his uh, blue coat. They already have that. But, you know, Mike, there's another story about Washington. I don't have time to really tell it. But, you know, Washington was down by the Potomac. He was on his hands and knees praying, and these three redcoats came up on him, and they had musket balls ready to blow into his head. And he was looking like a little wimp, and he's like praying. And I guess he's like uh, chanting. And so they looked at him and they said, ah, this guy's already broken. They didn't know who was Washington, so they took the muskets and they returned him, and they, they laughed. They thought he's gonna, he was going to go crazy. He's a nutcase. That's another story that's out there about Washington. I don't know if you ever heard that one. No, I, mean, I never heard way, that uh, one. Yeah, George Washington, uh, you know, George Washington could have been the king. There's no question about that, but he refused. So here, Mike, here's another thing. I want to get back to, uh, you're talking about the hearings, Mike. I watched them. It was the most unbelievable thing I ever saw. Debbie Blabbermouth Schultz and this guy, uh, Goldman, are call, say, uh, telling Kennedy, use the word Ashkenazi. He used the word Ashkenazi, and he's... Uh, two uh, schmuckers on the uh, Democratic Party went nuts. Debbie Blabbermouth Schultz is the same woman at the Trump rally that has five, uh, 13, 14-year-old girls, like five of them, holding F-U-C-K signs on Donald Trump. If Donald Trump were to do that, it would be all over the massive main media. Okay? Donald Trump You're has right. little 15, 14-year-old girls. If that, and Debbie Blabbermouth Schultz has a dacity, that freak show. That is a freak show from this, Florida. She's in the Condo Canyon, they call it, the Condo Canyon area. She's getting all these schmuck, old schmucks to vote for a Democrat. Hey, hey. Okay, Tom, I hate to do this to you, but the music is playing. The show is over. Thank you very much for the phone call. My apologies to the one caller we did not get to. Anyway, uh, stay tuned for the National Intel Report. Uh, Mike Gaddy is taking the microphone tonight. Please spread the word of republicbroadcasting.org. Spread the word of whatreallyhappened.com. Please continue to support us in these very, very hard times. Have a safe, fun weekend. We'll be back on Monday. Aloha, America. Sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for truth, liberty, and balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBTalk.com and join the social media revolution. This is RBN. 
The Republic Broadcasting Network. <laughs>